Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Wisdom Wednesdays. Um, and this time for the Paul Taylor Show. You may have noticed that the branding has changed. If you're a subscriber, the only thing that you will notice different is a different photograph and name um, in your feed. If you're not already a subscriber, make sure you look for the Paul Taylor Show and hit subscribe. So this week, I want to talk about um, some new research around Alzheimer's disease um, that um, may actually at long last show that we have turned a corner. So the final results have just been studied of a drug in clinical trial phase called donanumab that's made by Eli Lilly. And it actually showed in this clinical study a, a slowing of cognitive decline in Alzheimer's patients by 35%, um, which is the most significant that has ever been shown. Now, trial results published last year showed that another drug uh, called uh, lecanemab made by ASI and Biogen reduced the uh, progression by 27%. Uh, and lots of people are getting very excited about this, and for good reason, because there has been 20 years um, without new Alzheimer's medicines. There's been a whole heap of clinical trial, billions of dollars spent on trying to reduce the progression of this disease, and nothing has shown any benefits until this point. So Eli Lilly has applied for approval uh, for, for Donanumab in the US and will do so uh, in the UK and other countries in the coming weeks. And when we dug into this study, it, it actually gets quite interesting. So it was uh, published in the Journal of the American Medical Association um, uh, this week uh, in Amsterdam. And the trial concluded that after 76 weeks of treatment, it had slowed clinical decline by 35.1% in people with early Alzheimer's whose brain scans showed lower medium levels of a protein called tau. And this tau protein, TAU, has been implicated in the development of Alzheimer's disease along with something called amyloid beta. So a lot of these drugs have tried to target tau and amyloid beta. And, and what they showed is, that, as I said, a 35% or so slowing of progression in disease, those who had low to medium levels. Um, but those who had higher levels, the benefit was down to 22% versus the placebo. And for patients in the low and medium tau category, the researchers pointed out that, that the drug slowed the decline by 4.4 months over the 18-month trial on, on a certain scale called the IADRS scale. And then there's another scale um, known as the clinical dementia rating sum of boxes, um, and that showed decline by 7.5 months. So it depends on, on what measurement you're actually using. Um, however, it has shown significant improvement in these. And... Before people get massively excited, um, it is really an important start and, and would appear to be clinically meaningful for some patients, um, but the development of more impactful and safer treatments is still needed because there were some deaths in this study. And another recent paper on a different drug called Lequimbi, um actually showed a 27% benefit um, over placebo. So 
two of these drugs have now been released that, that are showing that um, for the first time, we may starting to be getting to grips with Alzheimer's disease. But it is really important to note that there were some serious side effects, including um, deaths in these studies. So it's certainly not, not safe. There was brain swelling in some patients as well. Uh, so it is definitely not the silver bullet. But what will be interesting to see is with a longer term study, and I think the study is continuing, whether it has more benefits the longer you run the study. Now, that then takes us to um, um, some other research around uh, interesting treatments for Alzheimer's disease or actually prevention of Alzheimer's disease. So a recent study suggests that high levels of lean muscle uh, might protect against Alzheimer's disease. This is a study that was published in the BMJ Medicine, British Medical Journal for Medicine. So this study um, came from the UK Biobank study. So I have talked about this study before. It gives us lots of really good research. Um, there's nearly half a million people in it. And, and what they did is they used what's called Mendelian randomization, which is a really good technique to give us a stronger uh, amount of evidence on observational studies, which I've talked about before, are inherently weak. But when you um, know that the gene makeup of people in question, um, they can use this Mendelian randomization. So it's a technique that uses genetic variants as proxies for a particular risk factor. So in this case, they used um, um, lean muscle um, to obtain genetic evidence um, in support of a particular outcome. So in this study, it was looking at lean muscle and Alzheimer's disease risk. So there's half a million people in the UK Biobank study, uh, and they looked at an independent sample of almost 22,000 people with Alzheimer's disease and 42,000 people without uh, Alzheimer's disease. And then they had a further sample of just over 7,000 with and 252,000 without Alzheimer's disease. Um, and, and what they did is they, they looked at, um, they measured muscle from bioimpedance, um, which is uh, a, an electrical current that goes through the body that um, uses certain algorithms to estimate the lean muscle. And it's a reasonable, it's not as good as DEXA, but it's a reasonable uh, way to measure lean muscle. Uh, and then there were 584 genetic variants um, that were associated with lean muscle mass. So none of them, importantly, was in um, in the, the region to do with the APOE gene, which has a vulnerability to Alzheimer's disease. And look, with, without getting too bogged down in the scientific details of the study, which are really quite complicated, uh, what they found that was that having higher uh, lean muscle mass was associated with a 12% um, reduction in Alzheimer's disease risk. And this was statistically robust. So that 12% um, reduction in risk of Alzheimer's disease is pretty damned impressive. And then when you look at the paper, and I will link to the paper because I, I have a copy of the research paper, they, they started hypothesizing why would that be? Why would having more lean muscle mass reduce your risk of developing Alzheimer's disease by 12%? Uh, and so they tested a number of different things. Was it to do with cardiovascular risk? Uh, and then they found that no, it wasn't. And um, one thing that... that that may have been uh, influential um, was the impact of lean muscle mass on insulin. Um, so we know that when, when your insulin uh, become insulin resistant, 
that causes issues. Uh, often Alzheimer's is called type 3 diabetes or diabetes of the brain. So that's one method. But the other thing, and I was interested to see whether they would have mentioned this, and they did right at the end, they thought that it could be to do with myokines. So particularly there's two myokines that are associated um, with exercise and particularly um, um, strengthening exercise. Um, so arisen or arisen, depending on where you are, um, and also BDNF, and brain-derived neurotropic factor, which I've talked about, that's released in proportion to exercise intensity. And then the third one was cathepsin, um, which can actually um, increase toxins in the brain. And when you exercise, it reduces that. So taken together, what this shows is that having muscle um, is really good for you metabolically in terms of insulin, but also it's these amazing magical myokines that I've talked about before that would seem to have a protective impact on the brain. So here's the takeout for me. Just like any disease, prevention is better than cure. These are no doubt exciting developments around these new drugs around Alzheimer's disease. Um, but some people who are pretty prominent in the field have said it is a step forward, but it is not a massive game changer. We need drugs that show that they are more effective in the long term and without um, some of the unwanted side effects. So the best way strategy is always about prevention. And this new study about muscle mass adds to stuff that we already know. So we've already known that the best way to prevent Alzheimer's disease, a number of different lifestyle strategies. Number one, uh, make sure that you have good levels of fitness and, and that you're exercising regularly. And now this would include having the outcome of good muscle mass and strength. What is also pretty clear if you want to prevent Alzheimer's is to make sure that your blood sugar is under control and um, because when you have high blood sugar, it wreaks havoc in the brain. And um, Then it's about making sure that you are of a good weight. Um, recent studies have shown it's not BMI, but your total fat mass that is key. So making sure that you're keeping your level of body fat in check. And then it's also making sure that your blood pressure is in check as well. So all of those together are the best strategy for preventing the most horrible disease out there. So that's it for this week. Catch you next time.